Welcome to Let's Talk About. I'm your host, Jackie, and this is my co-host, Crystal. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you well. Okay, I got these new um, these new headphones, so I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to be back with you on today. I know we missed last Sunday, but I'm just right. glad that we were able to get back on here today. Yes, I am too. <laughs> How are you feeling today? I feel amazing. I got me some good rest and and got to go to work tonight, but I'm I'm here, you know, doing what is important first. That is awesome. I feel the same way. I'm doing well, too. I think I sang, um, I probably overdid it at church today because I got a little, um, you know how you feel like you didn't scratch your throat or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, but, that, well, that means that y'all had a good time then. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't complaining. We definitely had good service, but I'm feeling it now. <laughs> I can't I can't drink enough water, but that's okay. That's okay. I'm I'm doing what I love to do. Yes. yes. Well today's podcast is real special to me because as I was telling you, um last week when I got home um from work, I had a letter in the mailbox from um I don't know who she is. <laughs> she didn't leave a name. She didn't address the letter uh, with her name. She didn't leave a return address, which is fine. You know, we're just doing this to be able to bless people and help people. But she definitely wanted me to um, share her story on our podcast. And whoever you are, I just uh, want to let you know that we really, really, really appreciate you being bold and coming forward and even wanting us to uh, share your story with other others. It really, really made my day when I got the letter out the mailbox. I literally sit there in my uh, truck and read the letter before I even came in the house. That's just how excited I was about it. So um, we're definitely going to share your letter today, and that is going to be the subject of our podcast. But before we do that, let me just back up so I can welcome you guys. <laughs> um, welcome or welcome back to um, our podcast. Uh, let's talk about it. I am Jackie Teal, your host, and this is my co-host. You there, Crystal? <laughs> I can hear you now. <laughs> yeah, okay, so um, the letter that I got out of the mailbox <laughs> on this week uh, is going to be our uh, podcast topic, and um, it was shared by an anonymous survivor, and the title of the podcast is going to be, He Told Me Himself. Again, the title is, He Told Me himself so um yes so since she didn't leave me um a name or anything uh i'm just going to call her amy so i won't have to keep saying 
her and she and all that stuff. So we'll just call her Amy um, for uh, the sake of, of this letter. And basically, she has 14 different strikes in this ladder. You know how we tell our kids, that's strike one, that's strike two, I get the strike three, you know what's going to happen. But basically, she has a total of 14 strikes in this ladder. And I was just like, wow, because I remember seeing on one of my past podcasts before I left my uh, first marriage, you know, they say a woman uh, leaves like seven times before she leaves for good. And I told y'all that it took me more than seven times. That ladder reminded me of this because she literally has a total of 14 strikes in this ladder. So she starts out by saying, one day long ago, I met who I thought was the love of my life, Mr. Tall, Dark, and Handsome, which were the main qualities at that time that I was looking for. Strike one. He was already involved with someone when I met him. Red flag, right, Crystal? Yes. <laughs> we talked we talked about this in our very first uh, domestic violence survivor story yes. where the young lady yes, had did. met this man and he was still married when he first started uh, seeing her. So yes, that is a big red flag. He was already involved with someone when I met him. I should have moved on once I found out this information but he assured me that he was only there to have a place to stay. Don't that sound familiar, Crystal? Oh, come on, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that he would move in with his mother if I continued to date him. My thoughts were that if he's willing to do that, he must really be into me. Strike two, he had moved back in with his mother and we continued to date. Things were going okay until one day when we were out just riding around, he pulled out a joint. And she put marijuana in parentheses just in case nobody don't know what a joint is. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted me to take a puff with him, so I did. I didn't like it. I didn't want to do it, but I did. I was brought up in the church, and I had never experienced this before. I should have left then and never looked back but I wanted to be with him so badly, I yeah. was willing to deal with it just to say I have a man. I know, sad, but so true. How many times have I heard that? Yeah. You will, you will go along to get along just to say you got somebody, just to say you right. got a man. Wow. Strike three. We continued to date, and things were moving along, not like I really wanted them, but I had a man. So he was a partying man. He liked to go to clubs or what we like to call in the country, a hole in the wall. I had never been anywhere like that before in my life. She sounds like a, a church girl like me. Again, yes. I was a church going girl, she says, but I had a man and I wanted him and willing to try the so-called club to make him happy. Mm. The very first and only time I went to the so-called club. There was gunfire. OMG. I was horrified. I should have left then and never looked back. Mm. Wow. Strike four. I stayed with him anyway. I wanted this man and I thought he wanted me. The sex was great. 
I experienced things that made my toes curl. Wow. I really thought I was in love at this point. I was looking for him in the daytime with a flashlight. I thought that was so funny, but I have definitely heard people say that before. I was looking for him in the daytime with a flashlight. That means she really wanted to be with him. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be with him day and night because I was still at home with my parents. I had to respect their rules. I had to be in the house by 12 p.m. midnight. Yes, a grown woman had a curfew. That is so true. I don't care how grown we are. If we living with somebody, we have to abide by their rules. I mean, yeah. it's a respect thing. I was going to church less and hanging out more, doing things that I wasn't brought up to do, but I had a man and I wanted to be with him. So we, or should I say, I discussed marriage so that we could be together like I wanted to. Mm -hmm. So before we actually started the wedding planning process, he informed me that he used to beat on women and that he had anger issues. Oh my God. What does that, what does that say to you, Crystal? Wouldn't you be running? Running. <laughs> but you know what? We say that now, bless her heart. The, the mind frame that, that we were in when we were young, when we really, really thought we was in love, we probably wouldn't have been running. Man. We, we, we wouldn't have knew no better. But now that we know better, we would have been running. Exactly. He also said that he's been married before and he used to beat her. I should have left then and never looked back, but I had a man. He mm. was my man and we were getting married no matter what the cost because this is what I wanted. I knew that I was a good woman and if he saw that I was good for him, we could be good for each other. So I ignored everything he told me and I focused on us having a white picket fence, a house with three to four kids, and we would live happily ever after. Don't we all wish that that was the case? Yes. That's a lifetime movie. That, that hardly never happens. Not with that white picket fence. Strike <laughs> five. So the wedding planning began. I was excited with the idea of being married, but not so much as to what he could provide her. Instead of a beautiful diamond from a jewelry store, I had to settle for a cubic zirconia ring from Walmart that cost only $68 in which I had to pay for. Oh, no. Sad situation, but I was getting what I asked for, and I figured that we would get a bigger and better ring later. I had a man, and I was getting married, y'all. Strike six. His mother and I had a short but disturbing conversation before our wedding day. She said, baby, he loves you, but he is not ready. I really should have left in. My thoughts were, she just didn't want me to marry her son because he was a mama's boy. So I really began to pray. I prayed hard every day because I wanted this man. I wanted to be married and have a family. I believed in God. Therefore, I knew he would hear my prayers. Wow. You got anything to say on that, Crystal? Oh, my God. I don't want to go in so deep, but I am, I am, you know, so reminded of the things that, you know, I went through when I was uh, between 18 and 19. Um, and my, uh, my children dad was uh, 38. You know, and I was a church girl, and mm -hmm. and, and this this remind me so much of 
you know, the characteristics of myself when I was young, Mm -hmm. you know, and he knew that I was, he knew that I was a a church, you know, a church going teenager, Mm -hmm. you know, because I was just turning 19 and he was so much older than I was, you know, and oh my God, it just, it just remind me of those days when I uh, endured uh, those moments with the older man. Yeah. Mm. I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. But it's it seems like, because I was a church girl too. I mean, mine was a little different because I met my first husband when we were in high school and he went to church too. So he knew church as well as I did. So, you yes, know, it was a yes. little bit different. But it seems like even in a lot of the movies that I watch, it seems like the church girl always falls in love with the bad boy. I mean, right. why why is it always like that? Is it because we feel like we don't want something that we're used to? We're attracted to something that's that's different. Because I never ever saw myself with like um, a thug. You know, I never really saw myself with like a a rough man. You know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? Because I was a church girl, and I—I I mean, don't get me wrong. Before I became grown, I was a tomboy. You know, I could do some of the same stuff that my brothers could do. You know, go outside and play basketball, and you know, run up and down the street. I could do all that stuff. But once I, you know, got married and so to speak, became a woman, started having kids. You know, I was a girly girl. You know, all the way. But I and I never ever saw myself with. Um, a hardcore man. I mean, everybody wants yes. a man that, that has rough hands because, you know, that means that a man, he don't mind working, you know, that type of thing. But you also want a man that's in touch with his um, his emotions. You know, you don't want somebody that, that you've never seen cry and won't um, be, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? They... Like, if they see you cry, it doesn't bother them. If they see you cry and it doesn't bother them, that's a problem. You know, they should be in touch with their emotions in some type of way. So, no, I never saw myself with a a rough man. I always wanted somebody that was similar to me. But it does seem like the church girls are more attracted to, you know, to the men or the boys that are total opposite of them. And I always kind of like misunderstood that but I was a church girl myself and but I was the opposite what about you Crystal I mean yes I mean and and I'm gonna say this it's not that um I wanted to be with someone like that it was it was it was just like you know he caught me in a very very vulnerable you know place and it, it, it was like he was giving me that attention at mm-hmm. that uh in that moment and in that season that I was in because I had um just went through something that was so emotional and I, I opened up my heart to um to someone that was opposite than me, that didn't want the same values as me, and then end up falling, you know, in love with that individual, you mm-hmm. know, because he was giving me that type of attention. But I've always wanted you know, someone that was, you know, like into God, like me, that can pray, you know, mm-hmm. and he was totally opposite, you wow. know, and so it was just like, what, you know, it, there was times when I even got to myself and I was like, Crystal, what are you doing? You know, <laughs> and like her, uh, uh, like we're going to call her Amy, like she mm-hmm. just continued on going, 
you yeah. know, even though Amy knew that it was like, you know, I'm pretty sure Amy was like, well, you know, what are you doing? You know, um, you know, you're settling for less, but you know, you're, you're taking uh, what it was taking a chance. Yes. I'm going to say that taking a chance on something opposite and, and something that you are not accustomed to. Yeah. But you know, she must, <laughs> she must have caused something in him, yes. you know? So we're not yes. going to say that he was all the way, you know, bad because in order for somebody to see something in you and pay you any attention, give you yes. their, their, their time, their love, their attention, they have to see something in you. So, yes. you know, there, there must have been some type. I mean, she even said that he was a mama's boy. So there must have been some kind of qualities that she saw in him to want to be married to him. I mean, I know some women that I forget the name of that song, but it's like a a, a blues song where she's kind of like uh, she'd rather have half a man than no man at all. No, I don't agree with that. I don't want a half a man. <laughs> no. If I if I got to have a half a man, then I don't want no man at all. I mean, it's yes. just it's just the opposite. I mean, it might sound selfish, but and I know nobody is perfect, but we can mold each other together. You know, yes. you don't have to we don't have to be perfect. We can be perfect for one another, but we don't have to be perfect, you know, um in the world's eyes because that's not who we live for anyway. But there's no such thing as a perfect human being. God is the only one that's perfect perfect that's and we're right. striving to get there but we can mold each other together I don't expect my husband to know it all I didn't expect him to have everything together before uh, I said I do I mean this is something that y'all are agreeing to go in together and y'all are helping each other grow and that's the way it should be yes yes wow. somebody that's willing to work with you you yes. know that's that's willing to meet you where you know, where you are not, you just doing everything and they just like, well, I'm going to just let her, you know, but somebody just, you know, coming in and being in, in a in covenant with you that mm -hmm. you're happy with, you're growing with, you know, like you said, you know, no God didn't make any man or any woman perfect, but mm -hmm. you will, you will know when, um, when that person is for you, it's just something, you know, that God would just allow you to feel in your spirit to let you know, like, this is the one, like he did for my husband. Like, mm -hmm. this is the one for you. When he yeah. told me that, I was yeah. like, oh my God, like what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you are so just, right. Just, and it's, it's like the ones the drug, that you least you know. expect too. I mean, yes. the ones yes. that you least expect, because guess what? It don't happen on our time. It happens on God's time. I don't, and, and, and just like Amy in this letter, the, I mean, it's a lot more that she writes, but just from what I've already read, this yes. is something that she wanted. God not once told her, this is what I want for you. This yes. is something that she wanted. So sometimes we can make our own, you know, we can make our own mess. And yeah, God, he'll bring us up out of it in his own time, you know. But sometimes when we make our own mess, he will allow us to lay in it, you That's know, right. so that he could teach us a lesson so that uh, when it comes time for something else to happen, we, we'll have a testimony. We could tell somebody, well, I went through this, so I'm trying to help you. You might not want to go down that same road that I went down, you know. That's right. So, That's yeah, right. it's not in our time. It's in God's time. And that happened with so many things, not just uh, relationships and marriage. It can happen with a job. You know, you want, you want to make more money than what you um, 
what you're making right now and you go get another job, that might not be the job that God wants you to have. He might want you to stay in that job where you're making 2 or $3 an hour less. But guess yes. what? You got less stress. You know, you got yes. this that you got to deal with and you go on your own without consulting God and you take another job just because you're making two or three dollars an hour more. You got to deal with this, this, this and this. But if you would have right. just waited and let God guide you and tell you whether that job was for you or not, you wouldn't have had to went through that. That's right. Wow. <laughs> OK, Amy, we're going to get back to the ladder. So strike seven. <laughs> So we continue with the plans. We go to the justice of the peace to obtain a wedding license. They asked if either of us had been married before. And if so, were we divorced? And had it been over 30 days? Well, guess what? He had just filed for divorce. And it hadn't been over 30 days. Wow. Wow. She said, Y'all, I didn't that time. She said, wow. He said that if he had been married before, he said that he had been married before, and I just assume that he was divorced because he used the words before and not now. So guess what? This whole time that they were dating and wow. she was talking about getting married to him, he was still married and he hadn't even filed for divorce. Oh. I felt my world crumbling down. We had made all these plans, sent out invitations, pay for wedding gown, dresses, flowers, pictures, etc. I was crushed. And guess what? If she paid for her own wedding ring, guess what? She probably paid for all that other stuff herself too. So the justice of the peace informed us of the next available date we could legally get married. This was a true sign that I didn't need to be with this man. But I loved him. He was my man and I still wanted to be with him. Wow, 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 wow. How many signs did she have in this one paragraph alone? How many signs? But yet she still wanted to marry him. That's why I said it had to, she had to see something in him. Something in him that nobody else couldn't see. Because that would have been like a slap in my face. We go and get a marriage license and you ain't even been divorced long enough for us to get married. Yeah. I mean, really? Yes, that's something. Strike eight, wedding day approaching quickly. Now it's about three weeks before our planned wedding day. Boom, felt like a stick of dynamite had been thrown in my face. A very reliable relative told me that my man, my soon-to-be husband, was with another woman. Yeah, when I was reading this letter, I felt like I was just, getting beat by answers. I mean, it was just one thing after the other. I'm like, bless her heart. Bless her heart. She goes on to say, I should have left then, called everything off, and never looked back. Instead, I made excuses for my man. He's just trying to get everything out of his system, all the running around and whatever, because soon he will be all mine, and that's all that mattered. Crystal, what you got to say to that? Oh Lord. Um first of all, we can all also, you know, we've all we have all been in um in, in vulnerable situations. You know, we've all dealt with low self-esteem, and that was just another thing that Amy was dealing with, you know, and, and um God showed her so many signs with her being a church girl and her knowing, 
you know, uh, um, things, you know, of the church and, you know, different scenarios or whatever, you know, there was some, some things, <laughs> you know, that she, you know, should have even known, you know, about, uh, uh, this band that it was just, it was just off and she mm. should have, you know, she knew within herself, you know, that something about him just was not right, you mm -hmm. know, but she continued on to, to pursue, you know, after the things, because, you know, like you said, it was something, you know, about him that, you know, that she wanted to be a part of. And, and, and like I'm going to say again, it was vulnerability, uh, not wanting to be alone, yeah. um, you know, all these above that women, you know, like they go through. And we've yeah. all been there to the point to where we do not want to be alone. And um, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm like Amy, you know, I didn't marry you know, my kids, uh, dad or whatever, but, you know, at the same time, you know, he had asked me and I was thinking about that. And I'm so glad that God blocked every avenue of that, you know, yes. of me, uh, you know, uh, getting married to this man, you know, because I knew, you know, that, um, no, I didn't want to be with him. Like I, I, like, I just had like a, you know, like a, it was just a, a strong discernment. Like if I get married to him, this is how your life is going to be, Crystal. You mm. know what I'm saying? And <laughs> I was just like, no, uh-uh, no. The cheating, uh, having kids with other uh, other mm -hmm. women, mm -hmm. you know, and finding all of that stuff out. Uh, my babies was just, you know, small and finding out he uh, had, uh, uh, my, to, to this day, my uh, they have a sister that's 18 years old, the same age as them. Wow. <laughs> you know, so wow. um, you know, it was just like God, God, every avenue, he was just blocking it. No, no, you is not yes. pursuing this. Yes. You is not about to pursue this, you know. And Amy, you know, it like I said, you know, uh with with being her, you know, us being young, you know, and her being young, mm -hmm. you know, she there were so many things that she could have been like, no, but she just continued on to pursue because she was in love. Yeah, she was in love. And, you know, it also could have been the status quo. It could have been, uh, it could have been peer pressure. It could have been, um, how can I put this? Um, like when I decided to leave my first marriage, I was kind of afraid to step out and do it because of what people were going to say because yeah. I had been I had been a married woman for so long I didn't know how to be a single woman nor did yeah. I want to be a single woman because I was a good wife I know I was I, I really and truly feel like I was born to be a wife I mean there was nothing else that I knew how to do than to take care of my husband and my children in my house you know that's what I did so the thought of not having a husband scared me so i i kind of feel like amy was like she 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 kind of wanted to do it to prove something you know how you see your friends or other family members they have a husband whenever you go to get yes. and stuff and you single and you don't have a husband you know so i kind of feel like she might have wanted to be in the in the marriage club 
You know, yeah. I don't want to be in a single club no more. You know, I want a, a ring on this finger, even if I got to buy my own ring. You know, I want to be in a marriage club. I want to be respected. You know, I want to be able yeah. to sit at the table with the married folks. So I kind of sort of feel like, you know, she might have been feeling a little bit of that peer pressure, too. She wanted a husband. She wanted to be able yes. to say, this is my husband. You know, she wanted him to be able to say, this is my wife. So I, I definitely understand where she's coming from. But just like you said, God put so many stumbling blocks in the way for her to, you know, run circles around or just run slap over it, you know, but she, she wasn't strong enough to do that. You know, she wanted to be married. She wanted a husband. So she had to go through all of this before God brought her out on the other side. Okay. So strike nine. Now it's the day before my planned wedding. His ex-wife contacts me. How she got my number? I don't know. She told me everything that he had done to her and that he was going to do the same things to me. I listened to her, but I didn't hear what she was saying. My thoughts were that it didn't work between them. And now she doesn't want me to be with him because she still loves him. Wow. Even the ex-wife got in the picture. That Now that's a <laughs> heck of a stumbling block right Ooh, there. Baby, that's a flame pick. <laughs> oh man, that's that's bold. I mean, you you can think of it like that, you know. Well, she just don't want me to be with him. But in this case, I truly think the woman was trying to give her a warning. That's right. Yep, you might not want to look at it like that, but I think she was trying to to save you from some heartache and pain. Yes. Strike ten. We had a small wood frame built house. It was complete in time for us to get married. We didn't shack before we got married. Good for you, Amy. So I wasn't aware of his cleaning habits. I was brought up with a mother who was OCD about cleaning. So those habits were instilled in me. I I understand. My mom is OCD. And guess what? I'm OCD. So (laughs) my my kids, I know I be getting on their nerves. I probably be getting on my husband's nerves too, but I can't help it. I'm, I'm just a little OCD. I like everything to be in its place. So That's I right. understand. I feel you, Amy. So we got married and made it our new home. It was trash. I was so upset I didn't want to be with him on our wedding night. And apparently others had been in our new home before I was able to be there. Wow. Did you understand wow. that, Crystal? So basically, they were getting the house built while they were engaged, yes. they didn't live together before they got married. So she didn't get to live in the house until after they got married. But other people had already been in the house before she got a chance to live in the house. Wow. I mean, that's that's like rude. I mean, it's, it's worse than rude. It's like, really? <laughs> Disrespectful wow. on so many levels. Yes, disrespectful, <laughs> big time. He didn't appreciate me being upset about things and said that that this was his house too. He was the one paying for it and he could do what he wanted when he wanted to in his house. So I guess at some point he started to contribute some money since he made her buy her own ring. Okay. I was surprised at his response because he never raised his voice at me or used any curse words. Strike 11. After being in our home for a while, I asked if we could have a telephone. Okay. 
Okay, so maybe they just had a cell phone. Or maybe this happened way back in the day. I'm confused. Okay, so basically they didn't have a phone is what she's saying. Where we yeah. lived was at least 20 to 30 miles away from my family. And I wanted to be in touch with them. I mean, that makes sense, you know. Yes. They didn't live close to her family. She wanted a telephone. And not just for that, you know, it could have been an emergency. She wouldn't have been able to call, the, you know, the ambulance. He said no at first because that's just another bill. So for a while, I had no contact with my family unless I saw them while I was out at a store. So, yeah, now I'm beginning to see the picture. This had to happen, like, back in the day before uh, cell phones existed. Because I mean, yeah. I, graduated, I graduated in '95, and we didn't even have cell phones then. They the car phones started coming out in '96 when I was in college. But still, the only really thing, the only thing that us um, working folk, middle class people had was a house phone. So now I'm seeing where she's coming from. So she says his car conveniently would break down, so we were basically down to one vehicle. I worked days, he worked nights, so I was basically stranded with no communication. Ooh, Chris, I know you can relate to this. I was basically stranded with no communication with family and no transportation to get anywhere. Wow. I was allowed to use the vehicle on Sundays to go to church because he was off on Sundays, but eventually that stopped too. Crystal? <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> oh my god you know that thing um keyword um uh he basically didn't go to church with her mm -mm. you know um so she went by herself so that 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 was a red flag and then you know things started changing you know mm -hmm. um uh i heard the the things that you know happened before but things really really started changing after uh they got married mm -hmm. you know so um, my, my key thing, um, is that, you know, church, you know, uh, with your significant other, that's a, that's a big factor in a relationship, it's special. you know, because really God, is. God have to be, there is no if, ands, and buts about it, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, uh, people can say, oh, they did. No, 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 no. When you have God in the center of your, of your marriage, yeah. uh, uh, of your relationships or whatever yeah. he will allow you you know um uh, uh uh to make the you know the the right decisions because you are in you have him in the center of your marriage that's the only and, place and he needs to be yeah she that she went to church and he was off that that was a red flag right there red flag you know because first of all you know um you you're still having that willing you know, attitude to go to church and your mm -hmm. husband don't want to come with you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, and, and that's a red, that's another red flag. You yeah. know, so now she's in a situation that, you know, now I want to do something positive and this man that I'm with don't want to do it with me. Mm -mm. You know, so now you're really about to experience something because of you, you know, wanting to get married and you know, wanting not to, uh, uh, not wanting to be alone. You're about to experience something, you yeah. know, and then now he's changing and, you know, he's doing things that you probably never seen him do. You mm -hmm. know, that's, that's all the red flags and ladies, you know, have to, you have to know your self worth, you yeah. know, you, you have to, 
you have to say to yourself, you know, I am smart. I am intelligent. Yeah. You know, uh, I am worthy. I am enough. I you am know, beautiful. Um, yeah. uh, uh, I, I am better. I'm stronger. All of these things. You have to say those things to yourself so that you will not fall in any type of situations like this. Yes. You know, because if you don't think, yes. it, think of yourself as being, you know, um, self-worth, you're going to always, you know, uh, I remember a old, you know, somebody in the, uh, uh, older than me, they said, you know what, the reason why you keep attracting attracting these type of men is because there's something that's on the inside of you and I was like yeah. well, well what the world is that what I know <laughs> it seemed like an insult it seemed like an insult don't it but it's true yes. <laughs> and I was like well what is on the inside of me and that was so true God began to show me that it was this is why those type of men keeps coming your way because there is something that's on the inside of you yeah. You know, uh, 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 but like I'm saying is that, you know, you know, Amy, Amy didn't know her self-worth, you know, mm. and I and I know that she had to be a, a very good woman. She had yes. to be a, a woman that loved really, really hard for mm -hmm. her to put up with some of the things that yes. she put up with. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes ma'am. I, um, I remember uh, reading a book. Because um, I love to read. It might have been about a month or so, so ago. And this mm. lady, uh, she wasn't married to this man, but they were living together. And they had been living together for, for years. Uh, yeah. She was a little on the heavy side. So she was very insecure about her weight. And he, was, he would always make comments about her weight uh, to hurt her feelings because he knew that she was self-conscious of the way that she looked. And one day she was fed up and she asked him, why do you treat me like this? Why do you make me feel like this? And he said, you really want to know the truth? And she said, wow. yes, I want to know the truth. And he said, it's because you never demanded anything else of me. And I was like, wow. wow. So all, this, all these years that they were together and he was demeaning her, putting her down, she never not once put her foot down and say, no, you're not going to do this to me. No, I'm not going to allow you to talk to me like this. So that is why he was doing it, because she didn't require him to do anything else. Just like you said, we have to know our self-worth. If we allow somebody, especially somebody that we're supposed to be in love with, somebody yes, that we share in a home with, if we allow them to treat us like that continuously on a daily basis, then guess what? They going to do it. Yes, a person on. is That's only so going to do to do to you what you allow them to do to you. We are all That's humans. Right. We all have rights. If you That's don't right. like the way somebody is treating you, the best thing for you to do is get up, get out, get away from it. You do not have to take it. I know no. it, it, it might be a little hard for you to start over, but guess what? I'd rather start over and have my peace of mind than continue to be in that same cycle. And yes. being put down and being abused, you know, all different kinds of ways. You have to, you got to set your boundaries. You got to put your foot down. You cannot let people continue to walk over you because them words, they damaging. That's they right. lie when they say words don't hurt. Yes, they do. They do hurt. Yes, they do. They play mind tricks on you. They mess with your self-esteem. Words hurt. 
They so do yeah, hurt. You, you got to know your self worth and and know she she eventually she got there, but while she was dealing with him, she did not know her self worth. She didn't know she didn't know what she meant, you know, to herself, to God, to others. So yes, yes. She, she did allow him to continue to do this for quite a while. So strike twelve. His brother and sister in law often came to visit. His brother would take him would take him off with him to do whatever. On a, on a Saturday afternoon, we were invited to follow along with them to a hangout, meaning her and the sister-in-law. I felt this day was the beginning of the end. On this outing, his brother decides to take my husband joyriding. My sister-in-law knew exactly what that meant because she had been dealing with him in the same sense. She mm. said, they're riding around or they're going to see other women. She suggested that we ride too. I didn't see anything wrong with it because I knew that neither of us were going to do anything to violate our vows. My husband had told me to stay put. I wanted to go with my sister-in-law, so I left. We rode around, but only for a short while. We actually made it back before our husbands did, so we stayed a while longer to visit and left heading back home. We stopped to get gas and asked what did we do while he and his brother were gone. I told him, and when I did, he slammed the door on my head. <gasps> I literally saw stars. I believe he cracked my jawbone. I could barely open my mouth or talk without severe pain. My face was black and blue for three to four weeks. This is when I started wearing makeup to cover it up. Wow. That's why she said this was the beginning of the end because, yeah, he was doing all that other stuff, but this at strike 12, this is when he started to put his hands on her, and that's a different type of abuse. Yeah, we just got through saying words don't hurt, but pain hurts. No, Nobody mm -hmm. deserves to be hit in, in no kind of way. So no. this, was, this was a whole nother level for her, and she did not know what to do with herself. Why didn't I leave then and never, ever look back? I didn't want to face the world, my family, my coworkers, and hear that I told you it wouldn't work. Yeah, she she definitely didn't. She was embarrassed. She didn't want to listen to what everybody had to say. But this is what I begged and prayed to God for. I didn't pray for his will to be done. I prayed for my will. And that is so true because she told y'all how bad she just wanted a husband, how bad she wanted a man. And then she felt like God was punishing her for marrying him because the man had started to put his hands on her. You got any thoughts on that, Crystal? Wow, man. Um, I've never uh been uh in a um abusive, you know, relationship. You know, it was always verbally, you mm -hmm. know, but um I mean, I've heard so many stories, you know, about, you know, women have gone through things and, you know, a different relationship scenario, you know, and um, wow, you know, for him to, for him to go out and do, you know, what he wanted to do, mm -hmm. you know, and stuff like that. And she mentioned, you know, something about, you know, uh, uh, something that what she did or. Yeah, uh, he couldn't handle it. Mm -hmm. Yes, he could not handle that. And and that that is someone you know that um they they want you you know to to be simple minded they don't they yeah. don't want you to be free they don't want you to to enjoy your life but they want you they want to do whatever that they want to do and that yeah. that is so familiar to me 
you know, because my kids dad, he'll curse me out, uh, call me names and uh, mm-hmm. all this stuff, you know, and make me feel so, so low. Yeah. You know, when I, when I was trying to, uh, you know, try to go out and, um, and go and, you know, just have fun with my friends, but mm-hmm. it was okay for him to go out and go drugging and because, you know, he was, he, he was, a uh, uh uh, alcoholic he did mm-hmm. drugs he he was into that lifestyle and mm-hmm. before I even found uh, uh uh really just found out how deep it was it was too late yeah. you know and all of his family knew that he was um you know doing that and you know it was like no one warned me like they knew that I was young but none of them uh uh warned me of his actions you know wow. so I I just dived in you know, to something that I didn't even know, wasn't familiar with or nothing. So, mm-hmm. you know, he can go out and do whatever he wanted to do, but I always find myself at home, yeah. you know, with my two kids. Wow. You know? And so uh, when he'll come back, he wants to fuss. He wants to uh, tell me uh, this and that, call me names. Or, what you mm-hmm. calling me for? Don't be calling my phone and I'll listen now. You, you such and such, you this, you that. So I had to, you know, Dealing with that, mm. you know, and that took me a long time to get over. You know, I thought that that's uh, uh, that's just how women were supposed to be talked to, because mm. it was done to me so so much. You know, for five years, mm. you know, and stuff like that. So I mean, I under I can relate to Amy. You know, um, that part when you know, uh, uh, when he can you know do whatever he want to do, and then yeah. now. He wants to put his hands because I'm I'm trying to go do something that I want to do and it's not okay, wow. you know. Mm, mm, mm. Oh man, I can't I can't even imagine. <laughs> I I have been I have been told by people, especially like the older generation. Yeah. I have been told that um, a woman should know their place. You know, even if a man does go out and party and have fun, that a woman yeah. you know shouldn't. A woman should be at home, you know, taking care of her kids, taking care of the house, mm-hmm. and waiting on the man to get home. Like I said, I have been told this by the older generation. Yeah, the younger yeah. women don't. The younger women don't do that no more. They uh-uh. don't. They don't. They don't do that no more. They feel like what's good for him is good for me, you know. Yes. And if their if their uh husband is gonna hurt them, they plan on hurting them in the exact same way. You know, yeah. it's like it's tit for tat. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that's our younger generation. It's tit for tat. That's what they do. Uh-huh. Um, but it it also depends on to me. It depends on the kind of mindset you're in and the way that you was raised. I mean, I yeah. never had the desire to go out and club, to go out and party, even if my husband wanted to do it. Go ahead on, you know, do what you do, do what you do. But the minute that I that I heard something or I felt it because I don't need for nobody to come and tell me something that my husband did, because guess what? Guys don't reveal it to me. And eventually I'm going to feel it anyway. It's the women's intuition, whether we want right. to believe it or not, we know it, you know, uh-huh. we, we might need the, uh, we might need a little bit more proof, so to speak, but we know it. Yeah, so that, that's, that's right. all I need. I, ne- I was never that type of woman that, needed somebody to come back and tell me anything because number one God is going to reveal it to me eventually and number two I probably already know because Uh if we were doing some of the things that some of these uh, women do now going through their phone 
Guess yeah. what? If you go through somebody's phone, you're going to find exactly what you're looking for. Uh-huh. And it, it, it is not going to feel good. No, it's not. I've, I've been there and done that. It is not going to feel good. Everybody has a right to their privacy. Like I said, if it's happening, it's going to reveal itself. God is going to reveal it to you. So don't worry about all that that little stuff. You know, let them do what they do. Because if you try to, um, if we become naggers, we gonna look like the the crazy one. Because no, right. nobody nobody don't want to be nag. I don't even want to be nagged. That so, I don't either. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to hear a nagging wife. I mean, no. so I. I've learned my lesson. I've I've been there and done that. It don't do no good. No no good. good. Because guess what? They're not going to tell you the truth. Uh -uh. They're not going to tell you the truth. But it will be revealed in its own time. When God get ready, that you ain't got to worry about none of that other stuff. I don't, I don't care what nobody else is saying because when God get ready, it's going to happen anyway. That's right. Okay, strike 13. He began using drugs, alcohol, and staying out more and more. He started hitting me more and more. If he needed an excuse to get out, he would just start an argument and say, I made him do it. That sounds like some of the same stuff I was talking about earlier this week. Use mm -hmm. of drugs really bothered me. It was also growing in my backyard, which made me very fearful of the outcome. If he were to get caught, I would be in trouble as well. He could grow it, then bring it into our home to dry it out in my oven that I cooked in, then hang it up in one of the closets until he did something else to it. So one day, I thought I would be brave and destroy it, destroy it to make him think he never finished the process. Well, this wasn't a good idea at all. It really mm. affected my safety. He figured out what I had done, beat me again, Ben made me stand outside buck naked for 30 minutes. Oh, my God. He would always say, if you try to kill me and you don't succeed, I will kill you and bury you in my yard and nobody will ever know. Oh, Ooh. my God. Baby, I would have been running out of there barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I Ooh. wanted to get back at him, but I didn't want him to kill me. I, I know she said I wanted to get back at him, but I didn't want to kill him. I kept saying to myself, why didn't I just leave his stuff alone? I started blaming myself for the beatings. Maybe yes. if I didn't nag him, just what I got through saying, maybe if, if I didn't nag him about the drugs or chasing other women, he wouldn't beat me or call me outside my name. So now she's blaming herself, y'all. Yes. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Of course, after each beating, he would apologize and then have four sex on me, thinking that would make everything okay. No matter what happened, I still loved him, and I still had somewhat of a husband, just like I was talking about later. Wow. He had a half a husband. Long as she had a half a husband, no husband at all. <laughs> wow. I just wanted him to act right and do better. And I would forgive everything that he had done to me. I would leave and go back. This happened several times during a five-year period. So she put up with him for five years. And she would leave and go back several times during this five-year period. So he wow. was used to the roller coaster ride with basically no regards for my feelings. Just like I got to saying a while ago, if your husband, your fiance, your boyfriend see you crying, 
and they don't react, it's something wrong with that picture. You don't need to be that person. They have no regards for your feelings. I would catch a ride to church services most Sundays, which would give me a sense of peace and love. I was praying at the altar every Sunday for my marriage to work out. But again, praying for my will, not God's, but my will. One day, a voice spoke to me to start praying within the will of God. Here we go. Chains starting to be broke. I had attended church all my life, and I know that all things are possible through God, but only if it's his will. So at that point, I started praying that, Lord, if it's your will for my marriage to work out, then it will. If not, give me the strength to move on. Strike 14. Shortly after services that week, maybe five or six days, my husband informed me, oh, my God. He had gotten another woman pregnant. Oh, God. I was so upset. Oh, my God. It didn't seem to matter to him. He said what he had said. He said what he he had to say, and he left. My thoughts, well, what am I going to do now? He's not being a good husband, and now I would really have to share my husband with another woman and a child. What would people think about me? How will I adjust? Am I a failure? So many thoughts, so many questions, so many concerns. Mm. So in this letter, I I didn't read anything about them having any kids together. Um, because she was so upset with the fact that he had gotten another woman pregnant and had a child with her. So I don't know if she wasn't able to have kids, didn't want to have kids or what. Yeah. But she didn't mention any kids in this letter, so I know that was heartbreaking for her. Crystal, you have any thoughts? Ooh, my um, my my thoughts are, you know, when he when he uh said that um, no, when she went to church, and uh she went to the altar, and she asked God about the will. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to save this kind of for the last bit because. We it is so true uh, yes because uh, about the about the will you know God would allow us he would allow us to um uh, uh, to deal with things because we want it so bad mm-hmm. and it don't even be in his will mm-hmm. but because we want it so bad he will allow us you know what I'm saying to go through it to deal with it all of the above because yeah. we want it so so bad and I mm-hmm. have experienced that so many times and it wasn't God's will and that is that is a, a um you know a, a indication that what we need to do in our lives every single day you know God what is the will that you have for our lives because yeah. it'll it'll help us not to make um bad decisions you know, it'll help us not to be in certain situations that we should mm-hmm. be in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because we are asking God, what is, I want to be in your perfect will, not yeah. in your permissive will, because that still is not your will. Your permissive will is still not your will. But yes. your perfect will is the mm-hmm. will. I want to be in the will, the will that you have for my life. Yes, and Lord. see when Amy started uh saying that because 
this is why that marriage didn't work because yes. it wasn't in God's will exactly. from the beginning. He exactly. had nothing to do with that. Mm-mm. She wanted to get married. She mm-hmm. wanted to be with that man. And guess what he did? Because she wanted to do it. He allowed it. Exactly. Because he loves us. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he loves us. He going he to let it happen. <laughs> That's a lesson. He going to show us. <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes. That is something. So yes. the... um. The end of uh, her letter says, I survived. No more beatings. After deep thought and consideration of what my future looked like, I decided to leave again, but this time it was for good. I asked a couple of relatives to help me pack a few things while he was at work, and off I went. Yes, there were a few times when I thought about him and if he had changed or did I leave too soon. He didn't even try to contact me to see why I even left. I guess he was so used to me being on that roller coaster back and forth and just assumed that I would come back on my own. But thanks be to God that I am free and doing well. I learned to put God first and to pray within his will and not my will. Also, if a marriage is not ordained or approved by God, it is not going to work. Thank God for the struggles and for bringing me through alive for the lessons learned and for giving me another chance. At first, it was very difficult for me to discuss my journey, but as time goes by, it gets a little bit easier. Thank you, Miss Jackie Teal, for your live podcast and reaching out to others who are, who are going through as well. The mm. podcast encouraged me to put my story on paper. Hopefully, you can share this story on your podcast so that it may encourage others to get out before it's too late and that God still answer prayers, but to pray within his will. Signed, Survivor. Oh. Ain't that something? Ain't that, that is something? amazing. Come oh on. Oh, my God. Thank you Come so on. much. We just done gave you a name. So your name today is Amy. But I thank you for sharing your letter with us. That yes. did my heart so good. Beautiful. And, and I know at times during, during the podcast, it might have seemed like... Uh, we were grilling you, but that was just tough love because guess what? We all been there. We all been there and done that. And I just thank God that you were able to finally see what it is that God wanted you to do because the whole thing was unequally yoked. I mean, yes. if you go in it unequally yoked, just like you said, it's it's not going to work. You know, somebody, mm-hmm. you, you got to be with somebody that's willing, that's willing to go with to go through with you. I mean, you neither one of you are perfect and you're not going to be perfect, but you got to have willing participants. You got to be able to be willing to go through and 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 allow God to be in the midst of it because if he ain't in the midst of it, it ain't going to work no way. Wow. You you were set up for failure from the beginning if you don't allow God to be in the midst of it. It it, it wow. just got to be. Crystal, do you have any final thoughts on that? Um, yes, I was, you know, um, uh, I'm gonna just share just a little bit of this, and I'm, I'm just, I'm not a person of many words myself. <laughs> but um, anyway, um, uh, if you are not uh with a person that um that encourage you to be you, mm-hmm. um, to do 
you know what you what makes you happy yes. uh, uh someone that encourages you to to be better someone yeah. that encourages you you know to go after your dreams mm -hmm. they're not the one for you that's exactly you know right. and 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 you know you will find yourself you know what i'm saying being miserable mm -hmm. you know if you just want to be uh with somebody just to say that you have somebody but yes. you you want to be you want to be with somebody you know that you know that first love god because yes. if they love god how in the world can they love you Exactly. No way. There no is way. no way. That man have to love God first before yes. he can even say he love any woman. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because his first uh 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 priority is to please God first. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It may sound religious to so many people, but this is the truth. It's the truth. You know what I'm saying? This is the truth. You know, we, we are supposed to live our lives in freedom. We are supposed to be happy, you know, joyful, enjoying mm. life. All of these things that God wants us to enjoy. We're yes. not supposed to be miserable. Exactly. We're not supposed to be crying. We're wow. not, not supposed to be saying, oh, I want to live my life. I want to end my life because, you know, this, because I'm going through this and I'm going through that. No, yes. baby, you, you're supposed to be living your life free. Yes. Free of all of that stuff. I've been through hell in my relationship with, mm -mm. you know, with my kids' dad. And mm. I don't, I don't regret my children, but no. I regret ever being with that man. Yeah. I mean, he, he, I mean, he did some things, you know, to me that, you know, that I, I'm not going to say that I'll never be able to shake, but that, that I'll never be able to forget that. But what yeah. I'm saying is, is that what did it do to Crystal Rawls? Mm. It made me a stronger woman. You know, it, it 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 made me to love myself because I did not. My self-esteem was low. Mm -hmm. I went through things in my mind. I felt like I had to go, you know, to a um to a crazy house. I thought I was going crazy, y'all. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I got tears in my eyes talking mm -hmm. about this. And it, 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 it is because, you know, I took my joy back because mm. he took that away from me. I yeah. took my peace back because he took that away from me. And, and, and in my current marriage now, you know what I'm saying? My husband would be like, Crystal, what is wrong with you? He'll find me crying all mm. the time. You know, find me stressed out. Girl, what is you stressed out for? Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, you 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 know, you have somebody that literally love you that mm. will go to the end of the world for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's just where I was. I didn't mm. feel like I was worthy to have a man like my husband is. I what I promise you. I did not feel. I promise you, there was times when I told my husband to leave me because I'm 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 too broken for you. Wow, I'm too broken. Wow. But there is a God that I'm telling you, and God met me where I was. Mm. He met me in that in in that place that that place where I was when I was giving self pity on myself and and to say yes, like my kids they would say, ain't nobody gonna want you with those mm -hmm. four kids, you know, just mm. telling me ugly stuff. And I really thought I was an ugly woman. Wow. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is, is that if I came through all of that, mm. if I went through all of that, you yeah. know, like this woman, she shared her story, you know, yeah. uh, uh, because, you know, uh, 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 what we share, you know, yeah. sometimes people have to be encouraged, mm. even if, even when they have got out of things. 
they wow. said to be encouraged and she heard the podcast mm. and that, that that allowed her to come bring that letter uh, and put that in your mailbox mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and, 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 and that's what it's all about you know that's at the end of about. the day at the end of the day my god that's why I was like you know this has really been a blessing mm. you know um, to me as well even though I have survived all of that I yeah. have uh, went through all of those things. You know, it has been a blessing because I survived it. Yeah. I conquered it and wow. I overcame it. Mm. <laughs> that, that is the most important thing. <laughs> the most important thing. And it, it yeah. reminds me of uh, one of our other podcast topics, um, mm. Thank God for the Broken Heart. If she would not have went through all of this, she wouldn't have anything to thank God for. I mean, come on, literally, come on. how many stumbling blocks did she have? <laughs> the mama told her. Yeah. The ex-wife told her. I mm. mean, the justice of the peace even told her because when they went to get the, the uh, marriage license, he hadn't even been divorced long enough for them to get married. They still had to wait because you have to be divorced um, a whole 30 days. Be, I know in the state of Texas, you do. Yeah. You have to be divorced a whole 30 days before you mm. can marry somebody else. So yeah. she had so many things and so many people to try to warn her. But yes. that's, she wasn't trying to hear all that. And she told us why. But if it wouldn't have been for all of that, she would not have came out on top and she wouldn't be able to share her story today. But um, while Crystal was talking, it, it made me... Uh, just thank God for uh, the husband that I have. Because, you know, Crystal, sometimes I find myself uh, asking him or saying to him, um, don't leave me. And he'd be like, why would I leave you? You're the best thing that ever happened to me. Why you got to say that? I mean, it's it's simple because your mind has been played with for so many years. That's right. And your emotions have been played with, your heart has been stomped on, that when you yes. get something real and when you don't know what to do with it. I mean, don't. you, you want to pinch yourself and be like, is this really real? You know, yes. why, why, why didn't I already have this? Evidently, that ain't what God wanted me to have, you know, right then and there. But, you know, sometimes it does not seem real. It does not seem believable, but it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know how else to say it. It is, but it's, yeah. it's just those small things that, oh, oh my God, I, I, I wish I could put it into words, but literally I can be on my phone, on Pinterest, because that's what I love to do. Just scroll through Pinterest, my phone, my iPad, whatever. Mm. And the fact that he can just walk by, like I'm not doing anything because he trusts me. I was in a marriage where, Oh, baby, if I'm on my phone, I must be doing something. I must be talking to somebody. I must be doing something. I ain't got no business. It's the little things. Give me my peace of mind. Yes. I mean, <laughs> let me be. Give me my peace of mind. If you got to do all that, then you the one that's guilty. That's right. You the one that's guilty. And I mean, it could be anything. But to me, that for me, that's a big thing. Because yes. that's what I had to deal with for years was accusations, mm-hmm. not being able to do little simple stuff that most people would be able to do without, you know, a fight bursting out every five or ten minutes. Yes, so, yeah, yes. 
I, I thank God for that peace of mind, baby. That's priceless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that, that is priceless. Give me yeah, peace exactly. of mind any day. You you can have that thousand dollars over there. Give me my peace of mind. Come I on, will take man. it. I am so serious. But yes, I thank God for this letter again uh, from our anonymous survivor. And if there is anyone else out there who would like to share their story, Please feel free. I will leave my um, my PO box in the show notes so that you you all can write us a letter or send us an email or you can even put it on Facebook. Don't make me no difference. As long as it reaches us, um, right. that really, really, really did my heart good. I couldn't wait until today came so that we could share that. Um, yes. We're gonna go ahead and let Crystal pray us out. Um, we will be back with you guys. Lord bless on next Sunday. Um, my daughter, my son and my daughter-in-law are in the process of moving into their new home. So as soon as they get situated, I'll be able to do the podcast that, um, she's going to be our special guest on. I'm just trying to let them get situated so they can get their Wi-Fi set up and everything. But until Mm -hmm. then, I'll keep bringing y'all, you know, whatever we have. But like I said, if you have something you want us to share, reach out and we'll be more than happy to share it. Uh, be blessed. Um, We love you. Uh, Have a good week. Uh, We thank God for you. We did reach um, 100 listeners, and we're still climbing. We thank God for that. Uh, We did reach five podcasts. This is going to be number seven because I did number six this past week, and we're still climbing. We're going to keep pushing forward. Uh, One of these days, I'm going to be saying we got 1,000 listeners and we got 100 episodes, so we're just going to keep pushing and just believe in God for everything that he has in store for us. So, uh, Crystal, your last thoughts, comments, and then you can go us go ahead and pray us out. Yes. Um, <clears throat> this has been a, a, an amazing journey, and I'm, I'm so glad that I'm, I'm here and available, you know, to be on this journey with you. You know, I want to say that openly. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, to be on this journey with you, you know, it has yes. been phenomenal. It has been amazing to me personally. You know, and I, I'm just so glad that uh, that people is listening and y'all just keep on listening as we just keep on coming with these topics and, you know, uh, uh, being, you know, there for y'all to encourage and whatever God puts on our hearts to, you know, to be a blessing to you all. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Well, if nothing further ado, I'm going to say a prayer and we're going to close out. All right. Father God, I just thank you for this blessed day. For this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice always being glad in it, oh God. Lord, I thank you, Father, for moving in our lives, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for everything that you is doing, for everything that you have done, for everything that you're getting ready to do, God. Lord, I just thank you, Lord God. Lord, that that we will allow uh, uh, things, Lord, to be in your will that we will ask you for the will more, not not for uh, 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 our permissive will, but God, your perfect will for our lives daily, oh God. Lord, yes, I just Lord. thank you, Father God, for moving in people's lives, for those that's listening to the podcast, God, for those that, that this podcast has been a blessing to God. Lord, I just ask you right now that you will continue, Father God, to allow this podcast to be a blessing to so many people, Lord, that's dealing with issues, low self-esteem, feeling like they um not going to make it, Lord, going through, you 
know, suicidal thoughts, Lord, dealing with all type of uh, things, Father God, Lord, that they don't even want to discuss or talk about, Lord God. Mm -hmm. If they don't want to talk about anything with nobody, allow them, Father, to come to you, Father God, yes, because you is always there. In your word, you will say you will never leave us, nor will you Not forsake us, oh God. Yes, so, Father God, I just thank you, Father, for what you're doing in their lives on today, mm -hmm. Father God. And this day going forward, that people lives is changing for the better lord god that you is doing something that is just so amazing hallelujah in this season oh god so father god i just thank you lord god lord god that whatever that you're doing in this season yes. god do it without us lord. Do it without whatever me, lord. that you're doing father god whatever that you uh, uh preparing god don't do it without don't us lord so, Father God, I just give you the praise. I give you the glory, Father God, for allowing us, God, to continue to walk into the new God. Yeah. In, the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So, Father God, I thank you. I give you praise and I give you honor for all of those that is listening, Lord, to this podcast, that you will bless them on this week, that they will have a prosperous week, that we all will have a prosperous week. Bless our loved ones, bless our children, our husbands, our mothers, Lord God, our siblings on today, Father, in the name of Jesus. In the name of so, Jesus. Father, I give you praise and I give you glory and I give you honor as I seal this prayer with your blood. Amen. 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 Be blessed, you guys. We love you until next Sunday. Love <clears throat> Be blessed. Love you. Until next time, I'll leave you with this. God is in control. God is in control. No matter what the people say, God is in control. Be blessed.